I'm your host, Mike Gamble, bringing you the people you need to know with the stories you want to hear. Today, I am joined by another one of my special guests. This woman is the blonde bombshell of the L.A. dance scene for years. She has been Jennifer Aniston's body double. She has been the blonde dancing with Destiny's Child and Beyonce and Kelly Rowland. She's worked with Christina Aguilera and was in the movie Burlesque and worked as an associate choreographer. And speaking of choreography, she is the resident choreographer of the one and only Diva Cher herself in both her residency in Las Vegas and her latest tour, which is 1920 before the cancellation. Yo, please give it up for my girl, Miss Melanie Lewis Rybar in the house. Hi. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was such a nice intro. Ah, thank you for being here. Like Miss Superstar. Oh, yeah. You made time for me. Always. Always. I I gotta give you an introduction like that. That is so kind of you, I have to say. (laughs) You look the exact same, lady. Mm -hmm. Like your hair might be just a little bit shorter, but You're very so kind up there as well. Yes. You know, trying to keep up <laughs> with these kids, but you know, just, um, you know, hanging tough, hanging tough, yeah. doing what we got to do. Um, how long have, how long were you in LA total? Oh, good. That's a good question. Um, I don't know if I know the exact total, but I would say definitely about 25 years. Okay. I would say. Give so take let's give or take a few years. Yeah. Okay. So let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. Okay. (laughs) You're originally from upstate New York. I am. I am. I'm from Buffalo, New York, and I currently live back in Buffalo. And somehow I'm figuring out how to make it all work and still have my, my hands in the industry. Um, as, as I can, as often as I can, I just did some, um, movement coaching and choreography for, uh, Joey McIntyre, the new kid on the block, um, just actually were able to do some zoom stuff. And then because I have so much, you know, so many people that I love and, um, respect in LA still that I could have someone in the room while I was here. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then I'll do, you know, choreography in New York and LA and just like travel Vegas, whatever, just travel Mm -hmm. to get there and then come back home to my boys. So yeah. Nice. Because you uh, you got married in two thousand nine. Yeah. I'm going out. I'm going out of sequence here. We're supposed to go all the way through this, but <laughs> you got married in two thousand nine. Yes. And then you had a baby boy. Yes. And I have. Yep. Yes. We have a son together, and his name is Grayson, and it's awesome. But you know, it's it's a handful. Like juggling work and mom and wife and all of the other things that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to sort of launch this. Um, like clothing brand slash it's really like just an idea of, you know, believing in yourself and all of that. I'm sure we'll maybe get to that later, but there's just a lot to juggle, but it's been, you know, awesome. Awesome. That I still, I'm I'm excited that I still get to say that I'm still in the industry that I love and have loved my entire life. 
So nice. So full circle started in Buffalo, New York, back in Buffalo, New York. Let's now talk about what happened in between. So how did you get into dance? Did you, did you start dancing when you were younger? Were you like an athlete or? No, I was never an athlete. (laughs) No. I mean, I guess my athleticism would be like tumbling or, you know, we did, it was called acrobatics here in Buffalo. But so my mom put me in dance when I was three Mm -hmm. and my teacher at the time, uh, her name was Carol Joy. And she happened to be like a traveling contortionist. She had her own little show before she opened her dance studio. And I ended up being someone that was very flexible and was a contortionist when I was young. And <laughs> that was, is so random because mommy can't do it anymore, but <laughs> really pretty layouts, you know, uh, through time and high kicks. Uh, but yeah, so I did that. And, um, then just like everyone, you know, I did tap jazz ballet, Mm. Um, acrobatics and contortion was very big at our studio. So that, that was how athletic I was. <laughs> um, you know, contortion is just, you know, contortionism is that's athletic. Cause your body not supposed to be doing stuff <laughs> like that. That's true. And then like, and I feel were you like, like leg behind and everything? Yes. Yes. Oh. At a time at, at you know, a long time. Oh, oh, <laughs> like I said, mama can't do it no more. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I did that. And um, I, you know, we did like a slight competition scene, I would say, you know, it wasn't like mm-hmm. huge, like other places. And honestly, like I grew up in a very low income sort of neighborhood. And so we didn't have the money to do like conventions and things like that, which other dance studios did. I remember we one time went to Tremaine dance convention and we literally like sold candy bars in front of the grocery store, you know, to try to get money to do it. So yeah, it was very humble beginnings, humble times. Um, but truly my dad had moved to California when I was eight. So, um, when that happened, my dance teacher let me take classes, sort of work study ish, but, um, she saw potential in me. And so she let me take my classes for free as long as I would become an assistant and help teach, teach some of the classes. And so that was kind of how that went down. And then here in Buffalo, they have a performing arts school, um, which is just a public school. Um, and you Mm -hmm. audition to get in. And so it's fifth grade all the way through 12th grade. And so in, my ending fourth grade, I auditioned to go to that school. And I really do think that that changed a lot of how I saw dance and, and how I wanted to grow and get better. Um, Mm. because it opened me up to what we, they called Afro-Caribbean or African style dancing. Right. Um, also modern Martha Graham. In Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. And the school is still here. Yeah. And I, I just love it so much and I need to get back there actually. And, you know, I would love to go talk to the kids there, but, um, Mm. yeah. So did that. And I actually think that because I did those classes, like those African classes and got down with the girls and, you know, we're in it like that, even though at the time, I think when you're young, it feels kind of silly and you're like, am I really doing this? You know, it was Mm -hmm. so new for me to just be doing, you know, jazz and tap and these things. And now to be finding this other form of dance, but I really do believe that that's what made me right for Beyonce because baby boy. And I mean, even all that she does now, but at the time it was like, 
it was just kind of touching on that style of mm-hmm. like Caribbean and um, Afrocentric uh, funk and movements and all of that. And I think that's what what helped me like feel super comfortable. Well, and because at that school, we, they would have um, battle circles. They would oh, that's fun. <laughs> and I was super young and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was so down to get in the middle of it and try, you know. <laughs> and so those two things, I think, you know, I'm telling you people, get your freestyle together. Get your freestyle Yo, together. It's no joke. People do not understand that it's not just about choreography. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful that you can copy movements, but what happens when you have a solo moment and you need to shine? That's right. That's right. And so I think all of that helped me prepare for, you know, auditioning and later in life and all of that. But yeah, so that was kind of like the, the quickness. And then when I was 16, I moved to Los Angeles because my dad had was there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. So you're now just 16 when you moved to L.A. But so you said uh, your dance teacher allowed you to be the assistant like when you were eight at this time. Yes. From like, (laughs) yeah, from like eight until when I moved, which was actually it was I did move when I was 14 and then I came back for a year. So I just kind of go with 16. But I I know. Do you know how much of a firecracker you had to be? You're like, and I, and I love how humble you are because you're like, well, she saw some potential in me and she made me problems. And it's made it, you made it sound like you were like 12, 13, 14 at this time going to be like, uh, like a teen assistant, but you're eight years old, eight, nine years old being an assistant to the classes at her studio before age nine, we auditioned for this high school performing arts high school. Yes. Listen, y'all, this is how I told you she's delicious. Told y'all, 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 y'all want to listen to me. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just had to go back and clarify that for peoples so that they knew just who you was. Uh-huh. So you moved to, you were saying you moved to LA when you were 16 because your dad was there. Yes. Yeah. He was living in what is now uh, Valencia, uh, Santa Clarita mm-hmm. at the time. And um, which is about 25 minutes, you know, outside of like Los Angeles proper or whatever, where mm-hmm. all the studios and everything is. So um, I just knew that I needed to get out of where I was and get to where I wanted to go. And a lot of people through the years had asked me why I didn't go to New York. And the truth was- That was going to be my next question. <laughs> um, the truth is, well, I mean, yes, my dad was there. And so that was helpful, you know, to have somewhere to stay at that time. But right. I knew- I knew watching the music videos and watching artists and watching movies that that was the type of dance that I wanted to go for Mm -hmm. first. And not that I didn't love Broadway. I was always a fan of, you know, movie musicals and Broadway and all of that. But my heart and soul was definitely with artists and um, touring and all of that. That's what I wanted to do. And at the time there was only like two white girls and really it was like Lisa Thompson was, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the, uh, fly girl, right. She was the blonde fly girl. And then after that, it was Carrie French who was actually married to Barry Lather. Um, she was also the next fly girl. And really there, they were the two blondes doing any kind of hip hop for a long time. I mean, really, um, so they inspired me. And so I, I wanted to do that. And so that's, that's what took me to LA. Um, but again, nice. because I didn't do, um, like Tremaine or anything like that, 
even when I got to LA, I still was not in the scene. I didn't, mm-hmm. um, I was going to school, obviously still in high school. And then I found a studio to teach dance at. So then at 16, I started teaching my own classes and, you know, uh, all of that. So, um, that kept me really busy. Uh, but then when I graduated high school, I was just like, okay, I got to do this. And plenty of people were like, you got to go to college. And I know that that's some people's journey is to go into college and to study dance in college and to do that. And I have known, you know, all sides of everything and all of those journeys. And I, to that, I say, it's all possible. Whatever your journey is, it's all possible. Um, You can take a break. uh, You can, you know, take time off. If you get burnt, you go to college, whatever. Mine was to go right into it. That was all I knew and I loved and that was what I wanted to do. So I got my agent. My first agent was Bobby Ball at the time. Um, And then not too long after that, um, that kind of dissipated. And then I was with DDO, Mm -hmm. who is Bill Bowl. And I loved them. Um, And then from a lot of my, that was probably my early dance career. And then um, Bill started doing his convention and Mm -hmm. Hollywood Connection. And then I moved on to Clear Talent because I had known Tim O'Brien and them. Um, I think Allison referenced Brooklyn um, Lavin, Mm -hmm. who is fantastic. And I know she's been with her for a long time. And Brooklyn was my agent too for a lot of my dance years. And so that was, she's awesome. And I love her to death. Um, Yeah, I just started auditioning. So quick question. One, how did you, and en- so you ended up getting into the convention uh, sequence after moving to LA. So that's actually kind of serendipitous because you didn't do like the whole Tremaine thing growing up, but then with Bill, you sort of start, he started doing his thing. Well, so that's honestly, I haven't, I don't usually teach on conventions. Like most of my, so he just mm-hmm. did that. He was mm-hmm. going off to do that and focusing on that. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I just want to, make sure that I'm clearly focusing and um, going in the direction of making sure my dance career is taken care of. And so that was why at the time I bounced because his agency became more of a, um, and I think it still is more of like a commercial slash acting agency. Uh, um, okay. So that was why I ended up going to clear and spent most of my well, yeah, most of my dance career, all up until choreography at Clear. Mm. And I love all of them to death and have only yeah. wonderful things to say about everybody there. And then how did you get connected with Allison? Um, folk or? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Allison and I just ended up dancing together. I don't even know what the first one, what the first job was. I mean, we did Nike Industrials together. We did... Mm. Um, Justin to Kelly together, which was so funny. That movie with um, Kelly. Um, Kelly Clarkson and Justin Barini, who I actually, Justin is an old friend of mine from Philadelphia. Oh. I was the general manager of an entertainment company and a choreographer there. And he was one of my performers right before he went to American Idol. So, so that funny. is way back. Yeah. Wow. And then, and Jason was in that movie. He he would kill me for saying so, but he he started that movie. He was one of the parts. Hell, it's just so funny. Really? But we all had so oh, much fun I've... on that movie because we were, all, you know, there's like 26 of us like LA dancers just stuck in Miami playing on the beach, you know, for probably <laughs> a month and a half. So we had a good time. 
Um, nice. Yeah, but I don't know. We just, just the scene, Allison and I, we mm. just kind of knew each other like from the scene and whatever random jobs we would get together. Um, it, that's what you said was your reference for Brooklyn, right? Or was there another oh, Allison? Yeah, yeah, no. And I just meant, I just meant, because I had listened to her podcast. I listened to oh. you guys chat. Oh, and so that's <laughs> I, I referenced her. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. And that was fun to actually listen to because we had a lot of like, even though we didn't know it, a lot of intersecting moments and mm-hmm. similar, you know, things, you know, when she talks about standing in for, you know, celebrities and stuff like that. Right. It is. It's exciting and crazy and you just do your job. And then somehow at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, I am standing in for Beyonce. That's it's great. Oh, look at me. I'm here now. Yeah. Or Cher or Christina or whomever, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a funny thing because I think when we're in it, we just, we just keep trying to like one up ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. just keep trying to do the next thing and get the next gig and get the next gig. And you kind of forget to stop and go, Oh, that was, that was really pretty cool. (laughs) So funny thing about that. So I, when I was in LA, I was horrible at like taking pictures on set or with celebrities or people that I knew and stuff. And my mom's like, Oh my God, what are my mom? And some of my friends like, Oh, why didn't you take a picture? Like, cause I was there. It was, it's just a job for me. And then you actually, as you said, you go back and like, Oh yeah, I actually, (laughs) actually know that person or I've worked with that person. Yeah. And a lot and, of people are friends and remain, you know, like acquaintances and contacts in your yeah. life. And it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's wild. Well, that's how I, that's how I decided to do this show uh, mm-hmm. is that one year I was talking with my best friend, Crystal, uh, who was in LA with me for a while. And I was just like, yo, you know what the weirdest thing about Los Angeles is? all of these dancers we looked up to, like I actually hang out with them. Like we actually call each other. It's not just like, Oh, Hey, you're at the same audition. Nice to meet you. It's like, Oh, we're having a barbecue in Tahunga park. We're going to play volleyball. Let's go. You want to like, can you make it be an extra person? And then it's like, I have these people literally, excuse me, in my pocket. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. Am I, can I pinch my, it's so funny that you brought up the um, the Tahunga Park volleyball because I just um, when I posted my little like um, anniversary picture of Jason and I, Kim mm-hmm. Kimberly Wyatt, who is a pussycat yeah. doll, right? Mm-hmm. She um, on the uh, one of my comments, she was like, "Oh, and it all started at volleyball." Park. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. It just made me giggle. And then for you to say that, yeah, we loved doing that, didn't we? I forget. I forget who I was talking to. It might have been Allison, but dancers, the younger generation in Los Angeles now have no clue the family that we had. Yeah, it was even even, yeah, even though we were all like competing against each other, Mm while you're whether you're a guy or a girl or whatever, it would but those moments, like the Thanksgiving dinners we had at like Chuck's house or like this volleyball in the park or just creating this whole like family vibe. It was, I miss, I really do. Like, I do miss it. Yeah. I do miss yeah. it a lot. Even like the carnivals and all of that. It was, like, yeah. it was different because it was, it was just smaller and not to say that it's, I'm sure everybody has their people, you know, but mm-hmm. it definitely was like a really fun, tight community of, of people that, um, ended up just 
playing together and not even always working together, you know, but you see them on their job and they see you on your job and, you know, and then you come together at the park and we're all just in it, doing it together, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Good time. Oh, the end of an era. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what was, do you remember what your first gig was your first professional phone call LA gig professional LA gig. Well, so I will say that I, um, this, I worked on a cruise ship for my very first job when I was, um, 19. That was like my first actual audition because I had like taken some time. I did go to school for like one year and then I was like, what am I doing? Um, but so when I was 19, I did this cruise ship and that taught me so much. And I do like to say to dancers, like, don't, don't knock cruise ships. Like they're going to teach you so much. And now I do actually choreograph for one that has a dance company on board. And these dancers are phenomenal. They are amazing. And so, you know, if you're ever considering it, then go ahead and do it because just like all of our jobs, you're going to meet the people that are going to then maybe hire you. Uh, someday mm-hmm. in the future, right. or you'll be, there'll be assistants and they'll say, Oh, I know them because I worked on this thing. Um, yeah. anyway. And not to mention that cruise ships also teach you how to keep your balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. Cause I had to tumble on a cruise ship and that was interesting. You ha- wait, you wait, did you just say you had to tumble on a cruise ship? I did. I had to tumble. There was a couple of nights that it's like, you go for the back handspring and it's like the floor is there and you're the floor like, is not. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's the floor right there. I mean, I didn't fall luckily, but there was some moments that were tricky to say the least. Yeah, but uh, then, of no, I mean, it was really great. Um, and I do like to preface before I get into all of my cool stuff, because <laughs> it is, you know, it's all good and exciting. And I, t- of course, want to talk about it. But, you know, my first year of, of dancing and auditioning, I did, I worked a ton. I actually can mm-hmm. like literally say that up until this moment now, I have never had another job other than dance. And I mm-hmm. mean that to say either I taught dance or I was a dancer professionally. Yeah. And, um, that brings me so much pride and joy. And I know that that's not the same for everyone. Um, by any means, most people don't, you know, only have dance in their life, but, um, mm-hmm. to, to start with that, I say that because then a ton of the jobs are not sexy jobs and they're not cool <laughs> jobs and they're not, you know, the ones that you talk about usually at the end of the day, <laughs> but do all of those jobs because all of yeah. those jobs, again, are leading you into a community of dancers that you will then work with for a very long time, as long as you stay humble and yeah. are not a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> straight up. (laughs) But I did, I auditioned for like a year and I did a lot of really great jobs. I did a lot of convention center jobs and I did a lot of, you know, I did a couple of Disney jobs and I did, you know, anything that would come up, right. Anything that would come Mm -hmm. up. And, but I knew in my heart that I wanted to be a tour dancer. I knew in my heart that I just, that was what I wanted to be doing. Music videos, tours, movies, blah, blah, blah. And I auditioned for all those things. And I auditioned probably four or five times for the same people and just kept going Mm -hmm. back and getting in their face because I wasn't someone that was in the LA scene. I wasn't in the scene. Right. They knew each other from class or from um, convention or 
whatever they knew each other from. I did mm-hmm. not know anyone. And so for me, the journey was I had to keep going back and getting in front of those people and getting to the last 10 and getting to the last five and then getting to the last two and then finally getting there, you know, um, and, mm-hmm. and it wears on you. It, I just want to say out loud, like it wears on everybody <clears throat> to have to do that journey and have to keep going back. And you usually never know why, was it my hair? Was it my height? Was it my weight? Was it my, what was it, you know, but go back. If you love it and you want it, you have to go back and go back and go back until you start to get what you want. And I'm glad you said that because uh, when you said not everything is sexy or as cool as it seems, that is one of the sides of the industry people don't really ever talk about the amount of rejection, (laughs) the amount of work you actually have to, and dedication for yourself Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I remember when uh, I first moved and Chris and I were auditioning and the amount of the amount, like you get, as you said, you get to the final, you get to the final five, get to the final two and you don't get the job. And then you're like, okay, what was it? Because I know I was that good. Mm-hmm. Like I've obviously made it that far, but I'm just not booking anything. Right. And then we used to go, we used to go to, do you remember the Denny's on Lancashire and Burbank? Yes. We and would, it's still there. Uh, oh, it's, oh God, I can only imagine what it's like now. <laughs> but uh, like we would go and we would just pig out because you're like that or that or fat burger were our two, <laughs> our two things. <laughs> but like you go and you're like, what is, it sort of gets depressive because you're like, okay, am I not good enough? Am I not tall enough? Am I not strong enough? Am, mm-hmm. I, am I not hot enough? Am I not like, what is it? And then you realize, no, these people just don't know me. I, I am coming from the outside. There's already a, there's already a circuit network of people here mm-hmm. that people know. I yeah. just haven't found my time to get there yet. And then once you realize that it becomes so much, not easier, but doable, yes. much more, uh, it doesn't, doesn't wear on you as much as you said. Yeah. The, I mean, cause the rejection is always going to suck. I mean, for anybody, right. nobody <laughs> wants, you know, nobody wants to be rejected and everybody goes to the audition wanting the job. There was yeah. plenty of jobs that, you know, or auditions that I went to that I wanted it so bad. And I was swore mm-hmm. I was going to get it. And, you know, and then you don't, and then you, yeah, go to Denny's or fat burger, or you go have a, <laughs> or you go shed like a tear for 10 minutes. And you're like, how do I do this to myself? We're not going to talk about the amount of bottles of wine that were purchased. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. But I mean, and that, but all to say, everyone deals with it. Everyone, yeah. no, not, I mean, even Allison, I'm sure, or, or mm-hmm. you know, flips or whomever have mm-hmm. that everyone has auditioned for jobs that they really, really wanted and they didn't get it. You yeah. get to a point that you then are just called for jobs that you really want. And when you get there, you're like, Oh my God, this is awesome. But <laughs> it takes a really long time and there's a really lot of rejection and there's so much. And, um, I'm sure even more so now, like with, the filters and the things and the whatever, like yeah. understanding <laughs> who you are in the business, yeah. you know, it's probably even a little bit more confusing sometimes for some people, but you know, just if you love it, you just got to keep doing it. And you know, yeah, you can, you can move and you can go to Philly or you can go to Atlanta or you yeah. can go to Vegas or you can go to Sweden or you can stay in LA or you can, you know, like all of the things, like there's so many places. Yeah. That's the other thing, New York, all of it, you know, Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 
Toronto, Vancouver, blah, yeah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Like go anywhere in the world. Right. And I name all the places right. like a spaz, but you know, <laughs> there's dance everywhere, you know? So yeah. even, even if you get sick of somewhere that you are, go to another place and try, don't just stop trying because it didn't work in that one place. That's, that's not right. Not when you spent your whole life training and loving this thing, you know, just go somewhere else and try it somewhere else or try it again or try it different or whatever you need to do. Thank you so much for saying that because no matter what uh, area of the industry you're in, whether you're commercial LA, whether you're Broadway, whether you're a company dancer, depending on what you're doing. So many, so many of us make that define who we are by what we get and what we don't get Mm -hmm. versus as you said, finding yourself and what your truth is and what your path is in this entire global industry that we have, just because it didn't work there doesn't mean it can't work there. Or even if it does work there, it doesn't mean that that's your ultimate stop. Right. Don't allow, don't allow yourself to stop growing. Don't get too comfortable with like, Oh, I'm working a lot here. I don't want to leave. What happens on the other side, build, build your brand, build your image, build your empire, your dynasty, whatever it is. Allow that to be your uh, platform, your jumping point, mm-hmm. and then allow yourself to grow from there. But try not to just get stuck in the root of the negativity of, oh, this isn't happening here, or that I'm doing so well here that this is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so much out there. There's just so much out there. And I think I think I get sad sometimes when sometimes I hear someone say, oh, well, I only did whatever it was. Mm. Oh, I only did company work or, oh, I only did a cruise ship or, or I only, I mean, I even have friends, you know, amazing friends that are like, well, I, but I never did a a tour, you know, and they're amazing and they have done 1 million other amazing jobs, but like (laughs) you let this like one thing sort of just like fester in you, you know? And it's just like, if you have worked as a dancer in any capacity, then you're living your dream. Like that was what, yes. that's what you were trying to do. So like, just give yourself a pat on the back and a little round of applause and be like, Oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> Go me, you know, because so many people say they're going to do it or would love to try to do it and don't mm-hmm. do it, you know, and you're doing it. So I don't know. Yeah. I just like to reiterate that, especially for the young dancers, because you know, it becomes such like a, a race of, you know, now with Instagram and the followers and the things and the YouTubes and all yep. this stuff. It's like, there is so much more to dance and working as a dancer than just these, you know, names social and media things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 When we were talking, when we were talking to the phone, you and I, uh, you were talking about uh, some someone someone you were teaching at a gym or something, and we're like, "Oh my God, Melanie, you're famous!" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm so famous. You don't know who I am. <laughs> yes. You don't know who I am." And and it's fun. And it's fun for me. It's, it was fun for me when you said that because so many people in Sweden have no clue of my LA Hollywood life. Yep. Because we have, even though even though we've been so pertinent in the industry, we don't allow it to define us. Mm-hmm. And again, not that many of our friends or people in the industry are doing that. But as you said, with social media, especially with the younger generations, even with auditions, needing to know how many followers you have mm-hmm. or what your network is like. It's like, all right, people, yes, I'm a professional and I have done this and I've worked with these many people and these named people. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still Gamble. Like, yeah. 
don't let that rest of that stuff try and define me for you yeah. because you're going to be disappointed because I'm just going to let you go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, We're that. Gonna, I love that a yeah. lot. Yeah. And it's super important to just keep saying out loud to, you know, the younger generation, because it's only going to like not get worse and worse. I don't mean that. And I don't mean that it's all bad at all. Um, there's no. plenty of good things that come from, you know, all of that social media and all of those things. And I think it's actually, you know, heightened what people understand about dance and, and all right. of the forms, obviously ballerinas mm-hmm. have millions of followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean that it's not a good pop culture thing, but just don't let that be the only thing that you're thinking about, you know, as you're right. like moving forward in your dance career. Just do let your journey be your journey. Go where it takes. Yes. And as well that we're also not saying don't be proud of the jobs that you have done. Mm -hmm. Of course, like I love throwing out names. Every night people like, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've done that. But but at the same time, allow yourself to still be I don't want to say humble, but humble is what I'm getting to that. Again, base level baseline level be you and the authentic you and everything aspect of it as much as you possibly can, because you will actually go further. As you said earlier, Mel, it, you were like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> Conceded. <laughs> that, like, don't, <laughs> don't be ugly. Don't be eat like that's right. Uh, that humbleness, that authenticity will get you so much further. Okay. I'm fast forwarding a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And I know that we got stuck. Uh, we got, no, 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 but it's great. As I said, there's like, this is the stuff that people need to hear versus yeah. like being a talk show. Like, Ooh, so Melanie, what's the next project you're doing? Yes. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. You and I met on the Nike gig in Orlando. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm, that's where I met you and uh, Brian. Brian Anthony. Yes. Yes. And oh, Marlene Clayman. Marlene, thank Marlene. you. Thank you. Yes. So yes. I met you, Brian, Anthony, and Marlene, and uh, we had fun. We had a we had a lot of fun, and I was actually the baby of that crew because you because you guys had worked a lot with all the other dancers that were there, and I was one of the newer ones. And then uh, fast forward maybe a year or two, uh, Marlene was doing a job for Diageo in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I forget what happened, but you were in need of an extra dancer. And Brian and I were supposed to be doing lunch or dinner. And he calls me. He's like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, laundry. Uh, can you meet me at this studio? And I'm like, okay. Didn't tell me <laughs> that you guys needed a dancer. <laughs> of course. that's That would be Brian's style. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I came in jeans. I came in jeans. And I walked in. And Mar- and. Like you and Marlene, they're like, oh, Gamble, what's up? You're here. Awesome. So can you, can you uh, go on this side and practice with, it was, I think it was Draco and probably, yeah. Uh, some Draco and another dancer. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, what? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like this, I, I wasn't, am I, she's like, Marlene's like, oh yeah, you're, so you're going to be in Vegas this weekend. Um, So I just need to learn all this stuff that you guys had already learned. You had been there for like two days or something. <laughs> and it was one of the craziest. You actually posted it recently, uh, like within the last year. Okay. On, it was either Facebook or Insta. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember that choreo. That's the day that. But me saying the story is because Brian and I hit it off so well yeah. that we sort of became like family. And mm-hmm. then when you guys needed the extra dancer for whatever reason, mm-hmm. he threw my name out. Yeah. And because 
I had a good, a good working relationship with Marlene. It was like, yeah, call him, bring him here. Yeah. And then I ended up, I ended up driving Marlene's car to Vegas. That's surprising. <laughs> yes. She was like, yeah, so we already booked the tickets, but I need a favor from you. So I need my car in Vegas. So if you can drive my car to Vegas, <laughs> that's how you get there. And we'll have a room for you and everything. And then we'll drive, you can drive back with Brian. I'm like, what? But all in all, again, it's to say being your authentic self yeah. and allowing yourself to be a real person and not cool or trying to be extra, like trying to be everybody's friend or anything. Yeah. It'll take you places. It you'll really be introduced will. to. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. be introduced to people that you need to be introduced to for your career to do what you need it to do or That's what right. you want it to do. Well, and even like along the lines of you just going, because I've had to do it a million times too, you just going, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive yeah. the car. Okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> That's what you have to be. You have to be malleable and open. And like when the opportunity comes, you take it. That's all there is yeah. to it. Because that opportunity is going to lead you to other things. And yes, exactly, you know, because you were great and because you're a wonderful person, the second Brian says, oh, Mike can do it. Marlene goes, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like that's, that is a no brainer. Everybody wants people that are um, easy and fun and wonderful yeah. to work with in the room. That's who they want in the room. I have been on all the sides of all the tables and mm -hmm. plenty of times, amazing dancers are thrown out there and the choreographer goes, nope. I can't take that energy in the room. I can't. <laughs> yep. High maintenance. And I mean, plenty of times. Um, yep. A lot during burlesque, we had that happen. Because, I mean, we needed so many girls, you know, mm -hmm. that, and they were like ever changing. They didn't want the same girls in everything, even though there was like the core girls that were in everything. Um, mm -hmm. So that happened to a lot of people during that movie. Just, you know, like you're saying, be you, be honest, don't be. Don't be difficult to work with because that's going to bite you in the end yeah. for your longevity of your career. Yep. And yeah. if if my, anybody's listening, if you remember, I had this exact same conversation with Flips about mm -hmm. being authentic. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, so it's not just a one-time thing. It is a universal. Yes. It's a universal yes. thing. Yeah. All right. So since you brought up, since you brought up burlesque and we talked about from Justin to Kelly, the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. So where should, where should, where should we go from here? Uh, well, I guess you had originally asked me what my first cool job in LA was yes. my first big mm -hmm. one. So really to me, the first big job that I got was um, touring with the Backstreet Boys on their millennium tour. That was my first oh, wow. like big opportunity that I got. Um, mm -hmm. And they needed a blonde. They needed a blonde. Um, and there was, it ended up being the first like really small call that I was invited to because of all of these auditions that I had gone to for Fatima, mm -hmm. who was choreographing mm -hmm. at the time. And so I had gone to a couple auditions for her and she was like, yeah, let me just see her again. So me and probably six or seven other just blonde girls, that was it, you know, uh, audition. And, you know, you feel good, but you leave the audition and you're like, well, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> and, you know, and then you luckily in this moment, you get the phone call and they're like, you're hired. You know, they want to use you. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, my God. Because so many people that were on that tour were 
well, it was everybody that I looked up to. Um, Rich and Tone were dancing mm-hmm. and choreographing along with Fatima um, on the tour. Uh, like Sleepy and Roro had done um, also choreography and were on the tour. Fly Styles, come on, was yeah. also a dancer on the tour. Kristen Dennehy was dancing on the tour. Nikki Delicia, Angela Randall ended up, actually, they needed two, but they needed one blonde and Angela. Um, ended up being the other girl hired at the same time. But then the two of us had to learn the entire show in four days. And so we learned the show in four days, but then it got trickier because the Millennium Tour was in the round. So you were never like watching someone, you were facing out. So you had to like know that show in four days. And that I would say <laughs> was scary as all hell. Cause um, one, I'm like, I'm on stage with these amazing people that I, like you've said, you start, you love them and you're watching them and then they become your friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And I loved all these people. And I thought they were, I mean, they're so unbelievably talented still to this day, every single one mm-hmm. of them. And there you are and your heart's racing and you're like, Oh God, don't, F it up (laughs) (laughs) because now you're facing out and this is a big opportunity. And the, and the big deal was that, you know, then like rich and tone would hire me for something after that tour or Fatima would hire me for something else after the tour or Kristen Dennehy, we ended up getting so, so close and she would choreograph something and hire me for what she was doing. And that's, that's the, the, when you stay humble in all of that and you're a good hard worker and you know, ready for whatever they ask, that's when that whirlwind starts to happen for you. And you're in the room with all the people that you had hoped to be in the room for, you know, for me, for like the past year and a half of knowing that I, this is what I wanted and just going back and back and back again, again, finally there. And then you're there and you're authentically you and you do Mm -hmm. it and you work your butt off and then it leads you to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then your reputation will proceed you whether it's good or bad. So make it good. (laughs) Um, And it it does. And word of mouth is wildfire. And that's what happens. Especially in the industry because everybody's connected. So then after that was interesting. Um, I did. So I did the Backstreet Boys and then I ended up the next year. That was in 2000. And in mm-hmm. 2001, I ended up touring with Limp Biscuit, and that some people don't even like know their names anymore. It's crazy because you know that was they were so big at that time. I mean, they were gigantic at that time. Um, and Did Limp, the, the wait, Limp Biscuit had like, dancers. So they had dancers for um, the Chocolate Starfish tour, and all we did was rolling. That was all we did on the tour, and we toward Europe and the States. And all we did was one song. It was crazy. That is the dopest contract setup ever. (laughs) And it was, I mean, it was a lot of things, you know, it was a lot of things touring with these, you know, all these boys in the rock band and here's us four girls. And the four of us was um, Lindsay Blaufarm, who adore like a sister. Um, Amy Allen actually was the one that Mm -hmm. called and hired me. Um, And the at first it was UD and then UD decided not to do it anymore. Um, McCoy and then, um, mm-hmm. Jessica, well, well, I guess there was a couple of girls that kind of came in and out, but, um, and then our, the European leg, it was Jessica Keller. Um, yeah. and 
Jessica was like thrown into the fire because obviously she's a stunning, unbelievable contemporary and point dancer. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was like, now we have to freestyle hip hop, you know, (laughs) between this little rolling chorus. And, you know, Fred was very specific about how the girls looked and how cool it all was and, you know, all of that. So it was a, it was a crazy time, but you know, we had some fun. And so that was what like, Oh, one ended up being, and then, you know, Oh two, I was home for a while and ended up doing Justin to Kelly, I think in Oh two. That's when that was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that was my first Mm. time being Jennifer Aniston's body double was I think that year as well. And it was for along came Polly and it was a a movie she did with Ben Stiller where she needed to Mm -hmm. do salsa dancing. And so I did that during that year, you know, and all the other things, all the Nike games yeah. and all the in-between stuff. And same thing, like whether you're dancing on tour or not, I like to, and this is just because now I have finally talked to enough dancers that I realize what I have to share. But in the moments, if you're touring or what have you, don't think your agent is going to do all the work for you. When you come home oh, no. from tour if, if you have relationships with people, you need to either text them or email them and be like, Hey, I'm back in town for a week. I'm back in town for this month. You need anything, anything coming up? Because I will say that is what like kept me continually, even during those like lulls or breaks working where other people were like, there's no auditions going on. I don't know what's going on. There's nothing coming up. You know, Mm -hmm. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, you have to do the work for you too. You have to be your own agent as well. And even if it's not you reaching out to their choreographers, maybe it's their assistants and just being like, Mm -hmm. Hey, just wanted to let you know, if you guys have anything going on, I'm here. Sidebar. So then cut to, um, Oh, three. I ended up um, auditioning for Beyonce and getting Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Same thing. They just wanted, um, they had most of the girls that they already had chosen from the music video. And um, Carmeet was one of them. And Renice, whom I love so much. And um, Fincher at the time, Salam now. Uh, I know Shirlene had been doing it quickly and um, trying to think of who else. Ebony. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, they wanted, Frank wanted a book, a bookend for Carmeet. And so he just really wanted to have another white girl. Mm -hmm. Just so happened. And he had all the girls (laughs) that he loved. And so again, I went in for this, you know, one spot. And that was really interesting because they were all auditioning or they were all rehearsing for something. And, um, Rodney Chester actually had sent me into that audition and I will thank him very much for doing this, um, you know, for being that recommendation for me, but, um, walked in and, um, had my heels on and I thought I was auditioning, but they were rehearsing and (laughs) literally Frank walked over and he was like, Hey, nice to meet you. Heard good things. Great. He goes, let me see you do a double pirouette. And I was like, okay, like put down my purse and like had to do my double pirouette in my pumps. And <laughs> there were no heels classes at the time, kids. Okay. That no. was not <laughs> a thing yet. Nobody was teaching you how to dance in heels. No one was teaching you tricks in heels. No one was doing any of that stuff. So don't get it twisted. We got it started. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. A little bit. Um, but there were. <laughs> um, and 
not everybody was dancing in stilettos. Most people in heels were still dancing in, you know, a ballroom or a, you know, a dance heel Mm -hmm. until then. Um, And so did my double pirouette, did a couple, like walked, then I had to walk. Let me see you walk. And I was such Frank. This is so Frank, by the way, just, and he was like, okay. He goes, we're having a super close call audition tomorrow. And again, there ended up being six people. They ended up also booking my friend Milan from that audition. Um, and we had to do jazz and we had to do, I mean, I don't know, like same thing. Most people don't even know about like the Wembley tour or like live from Wembley when mm-hmm. Dangerously Love first came out. But we did a whole little like fuete section that I can probably thank um, Anthony Burrell and Aisha Francis for probably Aisha more than Anthony, but um, and it was during summertime. She had done the fighting temptations movie that year. And so we were mm-hmm. doing summertime and we had to step, step in the name of love. We had to do a mm-hmm. little step in a little partnering and um, a little pot of deux. like a little arabesque and a couple little fuente section but just to say you have to be able to do all the things and you have to be ready to show up and do all the things and Mm -hmm. so don't don't make that mistake that you're you're only a hip-hop dancer or you're only a jazz dancer or you're only a whatever dancer you got to be all the dancers And you, I was funny. I I love talking to you because I was going to bring that up. You said earlier uh, something similar about, oh, I've only I've only done TVs. I've only done commercial. I only did cruise. You're only a certain type dancer. And I was going to bring that up as well. Mm-hmm. That uh, I try and teach my students, no matter what your background is, dance is a language. And the more mm-hmm. version, the more. genres you know the more sentences you can make that makes you more of a complete dancer yes of course if you if you want to go into a company if you want to be a ballet dancer fine if you want to be a contemporary dancer fine but at especially at this point in time there's so much uh fusion Mm -hmm. and it's not about the fusion it's just knowing and understanding your body which goes back to you saying earlier about knowing how to freestyle knowing how to actually move your body in and out yes of choreography you don't understand the value in that. Well, That's right, we understand because even the most beautiful ballerinas that are so tec- technically trained, when mm-hmm. they know how to be sexy, they can hit a whole other line that all mm-hmm. of those other girls behind them cannot. And that's how they yep. move their way to the front. There, you, you, When you do that and utilize learning all of those different things, you will be so much more um, inspiring for the choreographers that are wanting to put pieces on you. So you can be just this one way, this one thing that you think you should be, but that will stifle you. That will keep you right in that little box. Don't do that to yourself. Doesn't matter. Go take all of the classes that are outside your comfort zone because they're going to give you something that all of the other people in the room don't have. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's really yeah. important. And it's a strength and it's a, it's a new strength for your muscles and body. Yeah. Knowing, knowing all of that. And just like yourself, like, let, don't take it all so seriously. Like go to right. dance stuff and don't take it so seriously and just laugh. Like I literally, while I was choreographing the cruise ship, 
um, they, I was asked to do, um, express yourself, right. Madonna. Mm -hmm. And there was a little like dance break in the music. And I really wanted to do a voguing section. Obviously it's so hot just in general. It's really hot right now. I wanted to do the whole deep, 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 tick, 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 mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I mean, I don't know if they <laughs> see me or hear me, but <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, and, but I needed help because I haven't like really focused on it in a long time. I could do a little bit, but I just wanted someone that had like paid attention recently, you know, mm-hmm. to a splat. I haven't splatted on my back recently. Um, <laughs> so I asked, I was like, have any of you in the room, you know, done a voguing class? Have you, have you gone one person out of probably 30 people had, well, that person is who I'm going to remember and who I'm going to hire again, because they had mm-hmm. something that I needed at the time that could help me facilitate my vision. And it doesn't yep. matter if it's, you know, the ballerina that can do a little hip hop and booty or, you know, the jazz contemporary dancer that now knows how to Vogue because she just decided to go and take that class a couple of times. It all is worthwhile. It's all yep. going to lead you to the next place. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Dropping knowledge. Come on. Come on. Divalicious. <laughs> Melanie Newis Rybar dropping knowledge on y'all. 25. Y'all, I told you in the intro, y'all needed to know who she is. Uh, People, you need to know the stories you want to hear. Yeah. Okay. So how long were you with uh, Beyonce? Um, it ended up being three years total. But <laughs> what? It was like, but it was like two years of her solo stuff. Like the Dangerously in Love just, you know, didn't stop for mm-hmm. a long time. And we did the most amazing magical things like dancing for Nelson Mandela and Oprah at like his big ceremony when he was released from prison and doing, you know, um, all of those special parties for like princes and, you know, uh, Dubai and all of that stuff, you know, like we just went all over the place and she was wanted everywhere as she should be. And so we got to do all of that and we did it for a long time and was great. And then after that, um, they went, immediately into destiny's child's reunion tour so Mm -hmm. when the girls got back together we all stayed all of us that were um you know doing her solo stuff well a couple girls left um like carmite ended up going to do pussycat dolls um that was Mm -hmm. all like starting the actual actual singing group and um so it ended up being us four girls instead and with six guys and that was so fun and i love all of those people still to this day. And, um, yeah. And then we got to do that and have some fun with the girls, uh, of destiny's child and noise. It was just a really great time. And again, all of those people are still working in the industry. Like, you know, like I had said, Anthony Burrell, I've known him for years and love him to death. Um, and Aisha and, um, Gosh, Tyrell, who's killing it right now. Tyrell Washington with his Washington. Beautiful Mm -hmm. Trina um, and their family. But um, it all, when you, again, with the humility and the relationships and people enjoying you and all of that, now they're moving into choreographers and now they're moving into creative directors and what whatever that means. And so then they're creative directors that get to hire choreographers. And so that's Mm -hmm. how I think, you know, when you're not in it and in the circle, you're always thinking, well, why do they just keep hiring the same people over and over? Or why, how come they keep getting the job and they keep getting, and it's because they've fostered this, 
this relationship, these relationships for all of these years and some for, I mean, decades that Mm -hmm. then of course these people should get the opportunities because they've worked their butts off to get the opportunity to, you know, and again, the reputation for being easy to work with, (laughs) it just, just keep coming back to that. It does. So speak, so speaking of choreography, what was your first choreograph- choreographic job? <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. I think it might have been. I think it might have been um, Catherine McPhee. Um, she had just done her release of her single after her time on um, America. What's it called? American Idol. Um, mm-hmm. And. Uh, it was going really well. And so Marty Kadelka had hired me to be one of the dancers in her music video, which was so fun. And so did that. And then her and I just hit it off and had so mm-hmm. much fun again, because you're just you and you should just be you and be helpful and, you know, just be you and do your job. Yeah. Um, and so then we ended up having a friendship And then after that, she had decided that she was going to go and do these radio spot dates and things like that. And she was like, will you choreograph for me? So that was probably the first thing. Um, And then I assisted a million people, a million Mm -hmm. people on a lot of things, whether it was like TV shows, Disney TV shows, Nickelodeon shows, movies like that, you know, or um, Shake It Ups with Zendaya or... um, I can't even remember the name of like the Nickelodeon shows anymore, but <laughs> all of those things. Nope. That are <laughs> nope. Yeah. Got none. But, um, and learn so much when you're an assistant, you obviously mm-hmm. understand, understand a lot. And I think that I learned a lot then once I became a choreographer, because a lot of times I think when you're assisting, you think, well, why don't you just do this? You know, mm-hmm. let's just do this. And the choreographer's like, well, we had this discussion earlier and they're not really looking for that. So we can't quite go there. And as an assistant, I think sometimes you're like, well, let's just try. And when you're actually the choreographer, you're like, no, we're not trying because they said, yeah. they want <laughs> and you want to get hired back, you know? So that <laughs> is interesting too, that transition. But um, yeah, then I don't know. I think probably, I had done little things here and there, whatever they were, TV shows like that. And then um, burlesque was the big like associate choreographer thing Mm. that. How did you get hooked up with that? We actually had to audition to be. Oh, well, it was very interesting. Honestly, it kind of um, it kind of progressed because we auditioned to be a part of a skeleton crew. Mm -hmm. But they had asked at the audition or told you when you were coming in. There, if you have assistant associate credentials, that's that's what they're looking for. So they were really looking for people that you know had that background and could probably help the process within the skeleton mm-hmm. group. Um, so we auditioned, and honestly, it was I was already like 33 at the time. My I had like one foot out the door. I was kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I had gotten married that year. I'm like, am I still like in my bra and panties? <laughs> um, I had a, like, we had done the year before that we had done shares Coliseum, her first sort of comeback it like in Vegas, her first Vegas mm-hmm. residency. Um, and then this audition came up and they weren't related. 
like her being in the movie wasn't related to me doing or getting the movie, but, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I really did think like, I felt like I checked all my boxes in my mind of like what I wanted Mm -hmm. to do. And I was kind of like, do I want to do interior design or do I want to do hair? Do I want to do something different? I don't know. But I don't know for me, dance kept calling me back. It kept calling me back Mm -hmm. and it was like, well, just one more time, just one more time, maybe just one more time cut to, Oh my gosh. You know, kept going, but, um, <laughs> you know, 43 and still on tour with Cher. <laughs> Get it. So, gig it, boo. Gig it. Um, but anyway, went to that audition and it was like everybody that I knew and loved and respected up like hands down, like a million times over. And I was just like, Oh, another audition. I feel like, um, but we did. I auditioned and Aisha Francis and I ended up getting it. And that sort of connection was, I mean, yes, I believed that we were uh, good enough to get it. So that was one thing, but also Jaquel was hired as the, the first associate on the movie um, and was hiring with Denise Bay, who was the choreographer. Um, Joey PZ wasn't there for the audition, but he was the co-choreographer mm-hmm. Joey and Denise work with Rob Marshall all the time. They had done, you know, Denise is in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. They were both a part of Nine. They do, like, um, all of his stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so they were looking for help within the team. So because Jaquel had just come off of Single Ladies, um, huge success, yep. uh, he ended up getting that um, associate and was a part of the, the, you know, I don't know, the team to say, yes, you know, yeah, hire them. Um, Mm -hmm. And he knew us very well from all of our time with Beyonce. And, you know, we were pretty popular at that time for doing that for so long. And so within Aisha and I are both very completely trained as well as being able Mm -hmm. to walk really well. (laughs) 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 Um, So when it came down to it, that's, that's, Jaquel was like, yes. And Denise and Joey were like, yes. And so that was kind of how that happened. And, um, and then the last, uh, sort of, uh, glue that held us all together was Tara Nicole, who had been associate for Rob Marshall also. And so she came in. And so we had these, this really amazing team of trained and, and hip hop trained and Jaquel has stepping and all of these amazing things in his back pocket. And then, um, so much Broadway talent and just, there was just so much to, to do and create and learn from all of us together. And we really did create so much of that together, like as a team. And that was when I really was like, okay, I think I like this choreography thing. I think, I think I do because for the longest time and on tour or whatever, if you would have asked me, I would have been like, I don't want to be a choreographer. I love dancing. I love dancing. I love doing the steps but I don't really think I want to make them up. Like, and there's Mm. even times still now I get like, I don't know. Are these good? Are these steps any good? (laughs) You know, I just felt like I knew in my heart, I always loved and wanted to dance. And I felt like I could do whatever dance you asked me to do. And then when it came to, and still when it comes to creating steps, I second guess myself way more than I did as a dancer. And Mm. it's just a hurdle to, to jump. You know, but it doesn't mean that I don't try. Doesn't mean I don't put myself out there and it doesn't mean I stop. It just means like I got to get out of my own way and go, all right, let's get it done. 
because obviously they're calling you. You can do this. So do it. <laughs> they, they obviously want you for a reason. Yes. That's, and I think that's, I think that's also another thing as creatives that you always second guess yourself. Yes. Of what you think people want to see yep. versus what they already see. Yes. Or if you're a singer, if they, if what, what you hear versus what other people hear and you're like, Oh, thanks. But, uh, uh, maybe, maybe you want somebody else, but no, but then like, as you said earlier, take that opportunity because that opportunity is presented to you for a reason and develop yourself with it. Like let's write it out. Let's yeah. gig it. Yes, <laughs> it's true. And then all of that, all of, like the, like, after burlesque, I ended up still like associate choreographing a, a lot of things like with Denise Faye. She was super, super mm-hmm. loyal to me and um, kept bringing me back for a lot of things. And that's how I ended up doing my second Jennifer Aniston body double thing. And that was for uh, Warder the Millers. And she does mm-hmm. her little sexy strip tease. And so <laughs> I got to do that again in my panties. Here I am. I was just going to say, so here it is. <laughs> but Mel, at the same time. I swear I wear clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing I was going to say was you were talking about your age, but obviously you got the body for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get, it's hanging in there. It's hanging in there. I mean, it's all, it's, it's harder work now, you know, but I think as we get older too, we learn how to take care of ourselves better. When we were younger, we're just like, I'll eat that. I'll do that. I'll, I don't, you know. And we learn how to move within our, confines that's right we still know how to make it look good that's right <laughs> yes even when our back is broken and our <laughs> hips are like oh no not today yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay i'll do a different step now oh you want you want me to do what <laughs> okay how about i do this instead right I'm, i can make this look good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, nice. yeah. but it's what's that no i'm saying yeah but that's like that's how you know and then and same thing we did a, we did a bunch of things together um mm-hmm. and that's how i ended up going back for share again, because, um, when that tour came back around, Denise ended up getting asked to do choreography on it because share loved the opening that we did for, for burlesque for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when she wanted to revamp a couple numbers, she called Denise and then Denise called me and said, like, you know, want to help. And I, of course, you know, you, of course I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I had just had Grayson actually, I had just had Grayson. He was a baby, baby. Um, and then she was needing replacements for her tour. And, you know, because Denise didn't know share that well, this is another, like, I don't know, just it's your choice, do it or not. But yeah, my tale to tell is that, um, you know, I had done Cher's residency in 08 mm-hmm. and I had done burlesque and was in the movie um, and had helped re-choreograph some of this stuff that she was going to do on tour. And then when they decided to let go of some people or replace people and she needed it, she needed dancers. I was like, well, I could kind of use this right now. I had all this Mm. time off to have Grayson and I could use like a good little chunk of money. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. (laughs) That would be consistent for a second. And, Mm -hmm. um, I was like, Denise, you know, I would like to do it. And she was like, well, honey, you're just going to have to audition. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) I really was. You know who I am? (laughs) Only that I had 
yeah. done every single style in her show. I had done every single style in the movie. I had done every, you know, it wasn't that Denise felt like she needed to see me dance. Denise wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that Cher was happy still with my dancing. Yeah. But okay. it was like, yo, that's humbling. That's humbling. <laughs> and I could have said, no, I don't think I can do this anymore at this time of my life. I literally went to the audition and I auditioned next to the girls that I was running the audition. And I was like, no, boo, I'm here right next to you auditioning. And they were like, <laughs> I, I was scared to death, just like everyone is going into an audition. And no audition is fun for anyone, no matter how many jobs you've booked or how many times you've done it. Just know that. Even people. As well as no matter what guarantee you think you have or don't have. Mm-hmm. Cause there's been plenty of things that I did think, Oh, I'm going to get this. Cause my friends are sitting up there. And then there's all sorts of other people that have um, say the producers have a say management team has a say, you know, her the artist her, has a say, yeah, the artist and the artist sister has a say, you know, like ever, there's so many people that have a say. So it's mm-hmm. never just here it is. Unless you just get a direct book, and that's always really nice, nice, nice. It's <laughs> scary. It's scary for every single person. So anyway, there I am. I don't know what. I don't even know how old I was at the time. I might have been. Oh well, if I just had Grayson, I was thirty six. I was thirty six, mm-hmm. and I auditioned for Share, and Miss Share picked me again, and thank the Lord, and I love her to death. Love her, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm so grateful and still so grateful for, you know, for Denise, like offering me the job and doing the associate and all of that stuff. Grateful for all those things, but I put myself there. So Mm -hmm. that's something for you to know. You can again, have these great relationships, but if you talk yourself out of going to the audition, then you don't even get the opportunity. You don't even right. know. And you'll always go, I wish I would have gone to that because I wonder if I would have gotten that thing, you know? Right. And, you know, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. And maybe that wasn't your journey anyways. That's possible. But if you don't go, you just don't know. And a lot of times I like to tell people that you can change their mind. They think they want mm-hmm. one thing and they think they want a tall person or they think they want a big buff guy or they think they want whatever they want. And if you're really great and you're great in the room, then you can change their mind. Yep. I've seen it happen. Because no one knows what they want until they see it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. They think they know, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So anyway, I auditioned yeah. and I got that and I did. Um, and then that, then she ended up getting very sick. That was in 2014. And so mm. she ended up canceling that tour and we didn't do it. And then the Vegas thing came back in 2017 and I did whatever jobs I did in between. There's like, you mm-hmm. know, you just keep working and doing what you need to right. do. Um, and uh, yeah, then that came back in 2017, same situation, hired some new people um, lots of people remained that she loves. She's super loyal. Jamal, um, story is amazing. Um, Drea that Allison brought up, did all of the aerial for all of Cher's shows because Dory Sanchez is always like so loyal to her and, and everybody that's a part of her camp too. Um, and so then we started that and we did those shows and, um, and then, you know, events happen and somehow I became the resident choreographer 
mission. <laughs> enjoyed our time together and nice. um, liked what she saw that I brought to the table and changes that mm. I made and, you know, things here and there. And, and then there I am. And she just, you know, wants you, she wants her people that she loves around her supporting her. And when she wants you around, you stay put as long as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And so I did. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, girl. Thanks. Which is also very interesting to hear this story because minutes ago you told me you didn't really want to be a choreographer. I know. And that's, <laughs> and, that's the thing. And I think a lot of dancers say, well, I don't really want to do hip hop. Oh, I don't think mm. I want to do ballet. Oh, I don't think. And I mean, you know, from guys to on the other side, hip hop guys, I've seen hip hop B-boys have to figure out how to become a jazz dancer real quick because they needed it on the spot. And it goes, it goes in all of the directions. Yep. I remember flips getting hired for Janet and having to learn choreo Mm -hmm. is like, uh, cause Gil was like, yeah, you're not, uh, you can't just do tricks. I need, I need a dancer. That's right. And flips is like, all right, let's go. We're doing choreography now. And that's right. And you got to jump on board and you got to figure it out. And, you know, that's when you rise to the occasion. And yep. that's what makes us, us dancers, I think, very special humans. Yes, we, we are resilient. We are put through we, a lot. We are put to the test more times than we care to think about. But then you get to look back at your life and your career and go, oh, yeah, I did that. Like, yeah. I did that. I, I, I did that. And right yes, there. <laughs> and you proud of yourself and whatever capacity it is that you are working as a dancer. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So then with being a choreographer, you're not only working with Cher, you're doing another amazing show in Vegas. I was? Cherry Boom Boom. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was. I was like, did I? I thought you meant I was in a show. Sorry, that was my bad. I was like, yeah, I wasn't in another show (laughs) in Vegas anyway. Yeah, no. Oh yes, Harry Boom Boom. I love, love, love Lindsley. Love, love Lisa. Love those girls so much that that show has a special place in my heart. Um, They work their butts off. Those ladies. Mm. It might just look like. They're dancing around again in their panties, but you know, that's what they know how to do. Um, but they are, oh my God, they're warriors. They're dancing in the highest of heels, jumping off things, swinging from the rafters. They have <laughs> like all of it. And I'm not playing. It is, that show is hard, 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 hard. Again, you got to be able to know how to control your body, control yourself and your being. Mm-hmm hold yourself, um, hip hop, uh, all the things you gotta be able to do yeah. all the things. And yeah, that was so much fun. That was so much fun oh. to be a part of. And then recently on one of your social medias, you posted a black and white video with chair dancing. What was that for? It was, uh, three guys. Oh yes. Yeah. And so that's step one dance company. And Mm -hmm. so that is what I have been um, the principal choreographer uh, of that dance company, which is for Holland America. And like I said, these dancers are, which is the cruise line, 
which is the cruise line. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they have elevated dancers to be at the front of the shows. Um, when we created the, the dance company, there was no singers involved and, um, they only six dancers are in any company. So there are solo pieces, there are duets, there are obviously ensemble pieces, but they mm. have to, they asked for, so you think you can dance style yeah. <laughs> yeah, dancers. Um, cause that's sometimes what producers feel like they you know, just need to like name it, give it the name of a show. Right. Yeah. I, I, lo I love the random references. Like you have no clue what that is. Can you do that? There's like, what? I'm sorry. It, yes. It's just, so <laughs> yes. That's one of the things I don't miss about Los Angeles is the random reference dance reference that mm -hmm. they're like, so I saw this in a commercial. Can you do that? And it's like, that person is literally the only person that can do that. That's yeah. why they were hired for it. But yes. And those pieces, you know, especially, and those so you think you could dance pieces when you're looking at them, they're created on those individuals that are able to do those tricks together. So yeah, yeah. there's always those things that you have to like sort of, you know, talk them through and make them understand. But at the end of the day, we did create it. it the company is beautiful. I hope any mm -hmm. amazing dancer would give that, um, that, uh, I don't know, audition ago, because it mm. really is. They are gorgeous contemporary pieces um, that a couple of New York friends, Ronnie Tadarowski and um, uh, Brooke Wendell, created some gorgeous contemporary pieces. I have um, also different styles of all kinds. I mean, I have like what you saw, which was mm -hmm. more sort of, I don't know, I guess I would call it kind of Broadway jazz I don't even know what I'd call that really. You but, don't have to call it anything. Um, it's dance, but the boys. Yeah. And then hip hop, we have like a hip hop solo for one of the B boys and um, there's gorgeous contemporary. Actually I did con I create a contemporary solo for a girl that it's, it's so stunning and it's on a, it's a, LED wall that is all black and white and she's the girl in the red dress and it kind of moves with her, her movement, uh, a la like a video game. And oh, nice. so that the, the movement is all, it's very interactive. The shows are gorgeous, definitely worthwhile. And so oh. if anybody wants to check that out, they should, um, for sure. Step one dance company, uh, has an Instagram and you can go and mm -hmm. find out or reach out about auditions and audition dates and things like that. I always try nice. to give them shout outs, but I'm not sure when the next one's coming up or not, but okay. Yeah. Well, everything's starting to open back up internationally. So we'll see. Yeah, no, they're, um, the companies are out. They've put three companies out now. They have oh. the mandates for, um, the ships. You have to, you mm -hmm. have to be vaccinated you have to get a test uh, within two days before boarding that you're negative. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> wear masks if you want to or not, or what have you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they're out and they're going. So nice. We're hiring dancers again, all over the place. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. I know things and are then coming and going and they're saying that, you know, there's plenty of things that are being canceled as well, but I know they're, it, mm. everything is trying to move forward. So yeah. That's good. Nice. Yeah. And then you mentioned earlier that a lot of people that we know have gone from dance to choreography to creative directors. Uh, yeah. Are you not a creative director now yourself? Um, I have been for um, a couple things here and there. I don't know that I would 
I, I never, I don't know. You know me, Mike. Yeah. I, I never like say <laughs> She's oh, humble. I'm this, you know, it's like, it takes enough for me to say, Oh, I'm a choreographer. And I have been for a long time, you know, <laughs> but um, yes, I have done creative directing. Um, I just, it's not less like necessarily where I feel like I'm living at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. if, if someone calls me and needs it, um, then I would happily put together a pitch, but it's right now I'm probably still living in the choreographer zone for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But with that, but with that being said, you're also living in your zone. You just recently completed something that you've been wanting to do. You mentioned it earlier when you were thinking about leaving or having your oh, one yes. foot out of the door. Yes. And but you just recently COVID, finished something. Yes. Yes. I went to beauty school. And I am now a cosmetologist as well. And I love it. I love it so much. I've always loved doing hair and makeup and I've always hung out, you know, in the trailer with the hair and makeup girls. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious where that might also lead me next. I love it. It's something I always wanted to do. And I think a big part of my whole theory in life is just, you know, if there's something that lives within you that you should pursue it and you should pursue it, whether you're pursuing it professionally, or you're just pursuing it as a hobby, because if it's in you, you should allow yourself to do it, like stop talking about it and just do it. Um, And with that in mind, um, I did create, um, like I said, a brand and Mm -hmm. it is called in you go figure, but it is, what is it called? What? What is it called? It's called in you in you. Hey, yes. And it's about, um, pursuing your passion, whatever it is. And I don't care if you want to be a gardener or you want to be a, you know, a scientist, I don't know what you want to be, but pursue whatever lives in you. And it's not, like I said, you don't have to be a professional at it. If you, that's, those are the things that feed your soul. Those are the things that make you whole you know, in your life. So maybe you do work a desk job and you do do that, but you're like, Oh, I did always want to take a tap class. Go do it. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, just go do it. You know, um, maybe you wanted to be a a gardener. And so like, Mm -hmm. let's start, start tomorrow, you know? And so that's kind of what the brand is about, but really it is right now. It's just like, you know, hoodies and sweats and t-shirts. And, you know, I have my, my self on the front of the t-shirts, um, Mm -hmm. which was a big thing for, during COVID, I was doing these heels classes that really inspired these women. And so then they in turn re-inspired me to want to give back. And so 10% of the proceeds from Inu are, is going into um, a fund, which will um, will give, um, will set up mentorships uh, for inner city youth. And we are also going to be going to, um, you know, places along the lines of that, you know, whether it's boys and girls clubs or what have you to, um, bring in a couple people to inspire and talk to them. And it's not just dance related, even though everything on the page, which the Instagram page is in you official.com, uh, .co, excuse me. But, um, but yeah, we, we want to bring in, um, all kinds. We want to bring in musicians. We want to bring in vocal coaches. We want to bring in acting people. We want to, um, bring in any, anyone and everyone that feels like they could inspire these kids that really don't always get the chance to be inspired. And we want them to know that whatever lives in them is what they should pursue. Yo, that is coming from humble beginnings to lot. keeping the humbleness throughout <laughs> your life and then giving it back to the community in various forms. That's just authenticity y'all this is this is why she is so 
This is why she's so devilish. I call her devilicious. <laughs> this is why she's so devilicious. She's she has this amazing resume behind her, but that doesn't define her, but it defines her being able to give back and inspire and be inspired. And yeah, yeah, that is a key for me inspiration. I love that. Con- congratulations on everything. That's super dope. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all in its baby stages. So please like follow and like it. I think there's only like 300, you know, followers or whatever, but I'm not one of those people that's into buying followers and doing all of like the game yeah. madness. I like knowing that the people that are there are there because they want to be and they're inspired by it. So authentic. <laughs> that is exactly right. Magic word. <laughs> awesome. So Thanks. before we go, okay. there is, I told you, there is a little magical treat. My last name is Gamble and I always play off of it. And I bought a roulette table Okay, that is 16 shot glasses. Mm -hmm. So hopefully when, now that everything's opening back up and I can get back into the studio and I can have guests in, uh, each shot glass represents uh, a different question to give an inside access look into your life. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing like shady or anything like that. I'm game. But if you didn't, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Every single person. I just get to like, I'm cool. You don't have to say I'm more. Good. I'm yeah. cool. Go ahead. Shoot. Okay. So here, here she is. Okay. Here she is. We have the magical roulette ball. We spin around. <laughs> and she lands on number 21. 21. And then normally, if you didn't want to do the question, you would have to do a shot. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when i get to be with you in sweden we'll do a shot let's do it actually pause we were supposed to meet up in sweden once but uh you were on tour but we were in different i, for, I forget when it was i remember you posted you were i think you were on tour with share probably i was like oh my god you're in sweden yes but i was doing a show and you were like four hours away and i couldn't see you i was so upset oh um but we'll be together again soon yes yes okay Oh, Pete, uh, Pop and Pete actually had this question. Okay. Or did he? I remember this question from someone. We'll see. Okay. Well, choreography or job that you like, that you wish you had done, and or anything you would have changed about it? That I wish I hadn't done or anything I would have changed? No. Something that you... Oh, Yako had this. Sorry. A choreography or job that you like, that you wish you had done, that you haven't done. Mm, That's easy for me. Oh, okay. Go for it. That's easy for me because it's one of those things that I talked myself out of the audition and (gasps) I promise you, you should never, ever do it. And so we just had this whole conversation about going for it, but you live and you learn. Yeah. That's the lesson learned. learned. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, What was this job? But I wish that I would have gone to the Justin Timberlake audition when he was touring. Um, when ah. he, or the Michelle Martinez and mm-hmm. Nancy Anderson, who I love so much too. I mean, I love those girls to death still to this day, but yeah. um, uh, that tour that they were on, I'm not sure if it was the sex, sex magic. Tour. A future sex know. love sounds. Yeah. 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 Um, I wish I would have gone to that. I hadn't done very much of like Marty Kadelka's choreography in my life. And somehow I mean, not like it's not based on some reality, right? Like I knew that he had his people that he used often. Mm. Like we all do. Everybody does have their sort of 
cliques of people that they love and they bring back and mm-hmm. all of that. But um, so I just, in my mind, I just was like, oh, he already knows who he wants. Oh, you know, they already know what they're doing. They only need it again, one, one or two girls. And I talked myself out of it. And I do wish, because I love that tour. I loved that album. I love all of those people that are on that tour. I love Sky and I love um, Eddie Morales and all yeah. of those people. Um, they're so amazing. But um, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would not have talked myself out of it. And I love it so much. Mad props, mad respect to all of those individuals. Yeah. And hadn't you worked, not as a choreographer, but didn't you and Marty dance together previously before that tour? Well, we had, I did that one Catherine McPhee thing, but that wasn't even really, it wasn't really Marty choreo, like uh, what he's known for, you know, it was uh, right. gotcha. he's like that. It was kind of yeah. like, like a cuter, cur- um, girlier version. And we were background singers so that he okay. of course did, you know, like dope, like mic choreography or whatever, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the same steel. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, that's the one. That would be the one. I mean, I, re- I heard Allison's thing and she, um, I was at that audition, that Janet audition that she booked and it was, it, oh, really? it was a nightmare. And I will just say with her, that was, there was probably six or 700 people at that audition at the, at the place. <laughs> and I did, I think I got down to the last, like, I don't know, 20 or something like that and was happy, you know, I was proud of that, but um, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. And I just adore her. Yeah. Dude, let's, Lovely. Oh, let's should, should we even talk about cattle calls the auditions oh, that you honestly my love i actually have to go now i gotta run okay. i'm so sorry okay but that's I would perfect love to do it again well yes lovely that's what i would that's what every i love the fact that everybody's like i want to do it again that makes me feel so happy i feel so honored yes um but before you before you go okay where can people uh do you have Instagram, well, you do have, cause I found it, but where can people find you if they want to know more about you? Okay. So the Instagram is Melanie Lewis Y bar, which is Y R I B A R. Yes. And I don't even know. I think that there might be like an underscore in there somewhere, but if you put up Melanie Lewis and then you look for that, Y, you'll find it. <laughs> no one has the Y at the back of it. Okay, so your Instagram is Melanie Lewis. I can't even say your name now. Melanie Lewis Y bar. So if you type in Melanie Lewis and look for the Y, like she said, you'll pull her up. You'll see the blonde bombshell. Is there a website they can find you on? That's right. Um, so I do have a say Melanie Lewis Y bar.com is okay. the website that I made ages ago. And it has like all the sort of fun pictures of like me with celebrities, you know, like some yes. of my dance jobs under my bio cool. and it has my reel or whatever on it. I mean, that's like really old too, but <laughs> on there. Um, and so again, yeah, Melanie Lewis, Y R I B A R. Cool. Uh, so yeah, and that's .com. And then I did start something else when I was, two. and um, if you guys want to, actually, I'm not even going to talk about that other thing, but if you guys want to check out Inu Official is mm-hmm. the, um, the clothing. The clothing brand. Uh, mm-hmm. That is I-N-U-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. So InuOfficial.com. And that is where you can find the hoodies and the sweats and the t-shirts and all of that stuff. And we're always sort of updating it. And um, 
adding new things and we'll be adding a bunch of stuff for um, the fall. But yeah, so cool. go check that out. Is it is it I in the letter U or spell out Y-O-U? Good question. It is the letter U. Okay. So just the letter I, I the letter N, the letter U, and then official. Dot com? Dot com. Awesome. Yes. Okay, so Instagram is Melanie Lewis. Check that out. And it might be Y bar or with an underscore in there. But if you type in Melanie Lewis, you'll find her. Uh, yes, website. I definitely think, I'm pretty sure it's um, Melanie Lewis underscore Y bar. Okay. I'm pretty positive. And then website is MelanieLewisYBar.com. And then for the clothing brand, it is the letter I, the letter N, the letter U with the word official after it.com. Make sure you check those three out. And then make sure if you're not doing it yet, you're following at Gamble's Green Room on Instagram to see more behind the scenes stuff and goodies uh, with my guest and who's coming up and who's been around. And then stay tuned to gamblesgreenroom.com as well, because we also will be releasing some merchandise in the near future. So stay tuned. Melanie, my love, it is so great to see you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for being here. And I would love to have you again. As you said, you'd love to do it again. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's all, it's, it was such a great discussion and I think it's all so, so necessary. So I love that you're doing this with all of these amazing people that like I love and respect all of these people. So go listen to everybody that oh. Mike has on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, baby girl. Enjoy the rest of the day. Mwah. I will talk to you soon. Okay, babe. You too. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Bye.